You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, hey everyone, today what I want to do is talk to you about God's perfect timing. God's perfect timing. Habakkuk 2.3 reminded me of this as I was reading it. It says, for the steel, uh, for steel division awaits an appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. In this passage of scripture, I want to break down in this devotional how God has a perfect timing. And we learn that God not only has a plan, but his plan has a specific time to be fulfilled. Fruition, to come to fruition. An appointed time, the text says. Now, one example that should come straight to our mind when thinking about God's perfect timing is Jesus and his birth. We're in the Advent Christmas season right now, especially as we've been studying as a church, the Christmas story about God's amazing plan specifically unfolding in a specific way at the right moment in the right time through the birth of Christ, right? The prophets declared that the Messiah would come over and over and over again. But the reality is they had to wait. People had to wait for the Messiah. They were looking for God's word to be fulfilled. And it's an incredible story of prophecies fulfilled. But at the same time, if you were living in the moment between the prophecy and the fulfillment, it would have been a frustrating story. Think about it. Isaiah 7, 14, it says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall come or, and shall call his name Emmanuel. This was written over 700 years before Jesus was born. So people had this prophecy in 600 BC, 500 BC, 400 BC, and they were waiting. And it was an awesome prophecy, but it probably was a frustrating prophecy as well because they had to wait for Jesus to come, the Messiah to come, born of a virgin. Now, Galatians 4.4 reminds us that God knows exactly what he was doing, and Jesus came at the appointed time, right? The perfect time. Galatians 4.4 says, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, under the law. 1 Timothy 2.16 says, Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins at the proper time. And even Jesus, he grew up as a man and he preached and he said, listen, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. The Christmas story should remind us that God has a perfect timing. And as we read scripture, it shows us God's strategy of fulfilling his word in the appropriate, perfect, planned time of God. We need to appreciate that. We need to understand that. And we need to deal with our frustration. You know, Mary and Joseph, they certainly had some frustration when thinking about timing. We talked about it last Sunday, but they'd planned to have children, but not this way and not in this time. It was the awkward timing that Mary was still a virgin and she was going to have a child. The timing didn't seem good that she was pregnant and now there was a census going on and she had to go give birth in Bethlehem. But we know looking through God's lens, it was the perfect timing because it was a part of his plan to fulfill Isaiah 14 or to fulfill Micah 5, 2, to bring forth Jesus to be born in Bethlehem. We need to be reminded of God's perfect timing when we see the whole picture. But often when we're in the moment, we don't see the whole picture. We need to trust God. Most of the time we come to his word and we want it to happen quickly and right now. But listen, Habakkuk says and reminds us, it may seem slow, but we have to wait for it. You have to wait for the promises of God at times. As a Christian, 
Just because the promise hasn't happened doesn't mean it won't happen because Habakkuk says it will surely come. It will not delay. God's word has an appointed time and it will never fail. He said to the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1.12, he says, I am watching over my word and I will perform it. God will perform his word. And when it's not happening yet, we need to trust God in those times. Oftentimes, because of the way we can get frustrated, we can even be desensitized to, to man, waiting on God and the promises and the vision if they'll ever come to pass. We don't like waiting, do we? This tension that God gives us is hard, but we must wait. We're exhorted to wait on the Lord to renew our strength and we'll actually gain strength and might looking to God and his power and his perfect timing in our lives. Oftentimes we can't think that, um, oftentimes we could think that God's patience is often cruel and mean, meaning he's given us a promise. Why doesn't he just fulfill it right now? And so we have to wait. God must have forgot or he's cruel. He's not really loving. And listen, we have to fight against these lies and temptations because these are false and from the devil. It isn't just about us at times when it comes to God's word or a prophetic word or a vision to come to pass. God sees the big picture and he knows what's best for us. This is why in the verse of Habakkuk, God is telling them and reminding them, hey, I know what I'm doing. You see, the book of Habakkuk is one where Habakkuk is judging God's character. He's coming to God and saying, God, how are you doing this? How is this a part of your plan and your timing? What's going on? Habakkuk was spoken. Um, God spoke to Habakkuk to um, his frustration and his uh, understanding of God's time. And he's giving Habakkuk his big picture view. God is waiting to judge the people of Israel because they had sinned. That's the context of the book of Habakkuk. See, God loved his people, the nation of Israel, so he was warning them of the judgment to come. And he did this through many prophets, specifically in this time through Jeremiah, saying that the Babylonian kingdom would judge the nation of Israel. And so they needed to repent. And Habakkuk was like, how can you, how can you do this? Well, the people didn't listen. It wasn't just about this one prophecy. It was about how people are responding to the word. And Habakkuk was wrestling with how can the Chaldeans who are evil be judging the Israelites? But God tells them uh, this is going to happen because he is just. He gives patience and a loving warning to the people to repent, but they didn't. And rather than repenting, the Israelites, they just kept on, man, kept on sinning. They grew callous of the warning that God gave in his word, and they thought judgment would never come. And God says, listen, it's going to come. You need to repent. You need to live according to my word. And we see through the prophet Ezekiel in his day, there was a proverb in Ezekiel 12, 22. The proverb of the day was the days grow long and every vision comes to nothing. The people got so callous of what God had said and warned them that they said, well, the gays go long. God's words, he's never going to judge us. I know he said it in the past in Jeremiah and then Habakkuk and all these other people, but it's never going to happen. They thought God's word would never happen. They got deceived and so they didn't repent. But the next verse in Ezekiel 12, 23, God says, I will put an end to this proverb. And in the book of Ezekiel, the judgment came to pass. God warned them, warned them, warned them. And finally, we see God actually fulfilled his word because God will always fulfill his word. 
God's promises will always come to pass. We must diligently live according to his word. And this requires us patiently waiting, trusting that God has a perfect time. So Habakkuk in this verse, he says, God's word, it will hasten to the end. It will not lie. Listen, many times we're in a temptation where we could trust God or we could trust the flesh. And we need to put lenses of faith and trust God. Remember today that God has a perfect plan and a timing and pray that you live accordingly. Don't give up. Wait on the Lord. Press into the promises of God. Just how he fulfilled many of his word. He's going to do everything to completion. God perfectly came as a baby. He's going to come again as a king and his timing is perfect. We can and should live according to his word and not grow cold, not grow callous, but realize everything God said is true. Second Peter 3 9 says the Lord is slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. God gives us his word, allows us to be warned, and then he fulfills his word. He has a perfect plan and God's timing is perfect and we need to grow in patience. So keep trusting him. If he's given you a vision, if he's given you a promise from his word and it hasn't happened, I know in my life, that's true, man. I gotta, I gotta trust God. I gotta repent. Gotta continually turn to him and say, God, I believe in your word. I need to fulfill your word. I need to live like it's true. And as we do so and grow in patience, we will be blessed. So keep trusting God, keep growing in patience and know that God has a perfect timing for everything that he says he will do. We'll see you guys in the next video.